you know what? It's not justice. You're no better than the goddamn Democrats. If you are mad about Donald Trump getting raided, you should be just as mad about Hillary Clinton getting raided under the same circumstances. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today we're going to catch up a little bit, I think. We've got some catching up to do, yeah, Jim. We don't have any guests this week. And i tell you what, we've done good with the guests. We've got an off week. Right. Off we've week. had... Uh, I got a lot of emails out, though. We got every Black Lives Matter Kevin McCary from last episode. We had an episode on leadership, yeah. which I thought was good. We had November's coming. We had January Little John. We had Jonathan Gillum. So yeah. we've had some good guests. But what where we've been slacking and lacking is current events. Yeah, it's hard to do current events with us, though. We need, you know, what we need to do is just take the jump. We need to and just, just go right to YouTube lives. Nah, just go right to the radio. Oh, WTAM eleven hundred. Whatever. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call around. What? I'm gonna call around and see who wants our show. And I'll tell you what. It's it's what tough if, though. What, it's, what if what if they give us the seven to ten spot in the morning? Like, can I count on you to be in the chair and ready to go at seven, or do I have to start some shows and be like, he just texted me and said he's on his way. All you hear is me coming in like, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Don't, don't, don't pay the ransom. I escaped. I'm, I'm 15 minutes into the show like, hey, maybe that'll be our stick, right? I'll start the show and, we'll, and we'll, everyone will have bets on when you're going to show up. Hmm. Uh, seven's pushing that. Seven's early. Seven is not early. Seven is early. So anyway, we got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, let's start Ooh, with right into it. the queen is dead. Jim. You know what? No, I don't give a fuck about the queen. I don't. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm sure she, she looked like a very cute old lady. Whatever. I, I don't care. My news all day long, I'm getting news alerts about what Prince Harry's doing, what King Charles is doing, what the queen is now in London. I don't give a shit. She was in Scotland. I don't give a single shit. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. And I'm sick of hearing about it. But how great was it? So I was worried about our Facebook page. I'm like, we're getting throttled. Nobody's seeing our shit. And then you post something. Oh, about the Mark Safe from caring about what the royal family since July 4th, 1776. 60 likes, 11 comments. That's really not that much. Well, for us it is. shares. Yeah, yeah. 33 shares, Jim. Yeah. We're posting episodes that people listen to and watch. They don't give a shit to share that. But they're sharing that. 33 times. Yeah. And it was funny. And people who were sharing it and had comments on their page when they shared it. And so at least it got us out there a little bit where people had to see our name. I'm serious, though. I wasn't joking about it. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> I know. And that's, I, why, that's why I wanted to bring it up and get it out of the way first. God, man. I, you know, and I'm seeing people here in this country for their status updates saying, God save the king. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> did they remove, Shut up, they, Tory. Did they remove their, their stand with Ukraine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, the, they have the union jack up now. <laughs> did they, God damn it. Did they remove their, their frame of their profile pic uh, of I've been vaccinated? <laughs> God, save, God the save the king. Uh, who cares? I saw a guy interviewing people online, and this guy's like, I'm from California. I got a wristband on where I'm going to be one of the first 2,000 people in there. Felt like I had to be here. We're like, in London? In London. Oh, Jesus. In London. We should cancel his passport right now. He's not allowed back in the country. Tory. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tories. I got you fired up. I love getting you fired up in the beginning. It's just so ridiculous. It is so, God, I don't care. I don't care about their stupid weddings. I mean, let's be honest. 
King Charles probably not going to be around too much longer, right? I'm not going to give a shit when he dies either. I'm going to get that out there right now. Even if they get some young blood in there? Don't care. Don't care. The monarchy's so weird to me. It's so outdated. If I was that much of a monarch, if I was next in line, I wouldn't have hair like that, dude. I'd have at least have Joe Biden. Did you see, though? He's got like OCD or something. Did you see when he he was apparently signing something on the desk and he was yelling at his aide to clean the desk off? And the aide left, had left like a, a pen holder or something on the side. And he freaks out about it again. You see him, he's like, you know, motioning for him wow. to take this thing off. Yeah, it was a little weird. Wow. I still don't care. But I, mean, I tell you what, you got Harry and Meghan, right? And Meghan's the crazy bitch that's carrying around the redhead by his collar. Oh, but- hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Okay. No, I actually care. I actually care less now. Yeah, now yeah, you yeah. start yeah. talking about but that. But I tell you, what, listen to me. Don't give a shit. If her man was next in line, she wouldn't have vacated. She wouldn't have been like, we're going to California. She would have been like, we're just going to wait our turn and I'm going to be queen. Bet. Don't care. Bet. Okay. I'll call her queen here. I don't care. I, whatever. <laughs> yes, queen. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck. I just, God save the king. I, what? <laughs> what the f- Last time a king ruled over there, she didn't go too good for them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God save the uh, but what I do, what I did notice today is he gets to transfer all of his mother's wealth to his wealth tax free. <laughs> so here, these bitches are all bitching about, you know, they got to pay their fair share. And I saw a thing today that said he's getting all that inheritance, which is probably like a half a billy, half a billion tax free. As you take a swig of <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln. I wish I, you know right what? Out of the bottle. I wish I had, I wish I had. I wish I had a bottle of Washington. Do they make Washington? General Washington bourbon. If they don't, we, we probably should. But yeah, see, I start talking about the queen and he's going right to the bottle. Bullshit. I, I don't care. <laughs> well, let's talk about what's concerning about Americans right now. Okay. What's concerning about us? I'm not even and, sure that I'm sad at all that she's dead. I mean, I know that's horrible, but. I'm ready to move on. She had a good run. She did. Boy, man. She was a cute old lady. But apparently she was pretty nasty. Some of the stuff coming out. Oh. She was not a nice person, apparently. Either way. Good for her. My daughter's fairly certain that she had a hand in Diana's death. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's conspiracy theory, but there's she's she's pretty sure of it. Wow. It was all orchestrated. She hated Diana. I don't know. Let's talk about more pressing news from America, since we're here (laughs) talking about topics. Now, I knew there were some issues going on with the electrical grid itself. And we've talked about it and we'll talk more about it when everyone's screaming that their electric bills are three times what they were. Uh, People are already screaming. Well, they're Look, at double. They're, they're not going to get really mad until they, until they got to make the decision if they're paying that electric bill or buying groceries. doesn't matter where you live, go to your community Facebook page and count the number of posts with people like, my bill just went up from $28 a month to 472. Should I do a thing where I post a thing and say, uh, okay, who's, who's going to win for the highest electric bill? And then see if anyone will be like, mine's 650. And someone will be like 787. And then like, (laughs) and then I'll give them like a pod bless America t-shirt if they have the highest electric bill. Dude, it's, it is, listen, it's crazy, but there is something here in the works right now that could make it crazier. Yeah. And there is apparently supply shortages of transformers. Yeah. Now transformers are, you're going to see them on the poles uh, in the development that I'm in. You'll see them in, in green cases. Yeah. Now those are the ones that 
are being affected the most, I guess. The ones like in the residential neighborhoods that are what running yeah. like four houses. Right. They run four houses and they step the power down from high voltage to low voltage so it can go to your house. Yeah. Those are the ones, I guess, that are in the most shortage right now. Yes. And I know that we are arguing about how long, but all the numbers I'm seeing are now from two to six years. That's how far back these orders are. It could be six years from the time you put an order in. Now, enter a hurricane, right? Enter Katrina, and you can't get transformers for six years? Buddy, a little house on the prairie, my friend. Wild West? Yeah, exactly. Little house on the prairie. You're up up at sunrise and going to bed when the sun goes down. And you're spending the day chopping wood. (laughs) Chopping wood. So the steel industry, more broadly, has been disrupted in recent years. What they're trying to say is that, um, and and this is from Route50.com, these are the people that said that, you know, there's about a 12-month, 18-month wait on these transformers. And Jim's reading that they're more like two years. I tried to reach out to the guy that's tearing down the power plant to see if he was taking advantage of this and taking these transformers that he does have that he's not using anymore. And if he's able to sell them at top dollar for the companies that are refurbishing them and selling them. Because I know if I ran the company that was tearing down the power plant, I'd be raking them right now mm-hmm. for all of them, even the old ones. Yeah. Well, and Fox Business here says basic essentials to restore power, including transformers, are in short supply. Transformers typically take three to six months to import, but the delivery date is two to six years from now because of supply chain issues. Where are we importing them from? Well, what it says here is that the... China. Well, you can say China. I'm sure a lot of the stuff comes from China. But what, what you don't know is that The material, like other steel-based products, has been in short supply for one year. Only one U.S. company, Cleveland Cliffs, which we have one in downtown Cleveland, produces it. And overseas companies face shipping challenges and increased worldwide demand. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs did not respond to requests for comment. They say in this one that the steel uh, industry more broadly has been disrupted in recent years after President Trump imposed the steel imports in 2018. They try to give Biden some shine by saying President Burden eased some of these tariffs for European and Japanese products, but the taxes on imports from China still remain. Other manufacturers have indicated they are struggling to find enough workers. On top of that, the U.S. Department of Energy imposed higher efficiency standards on distribution transformers, which APPA argued would increase the cost and reduce the profitability of making new transformers. So now all of a sudden we have a ton of these things where we're trying to get out of the way of all the bad stuff that's happening. It's a cascade effect, if you will, where we've got this problem and then that problem well, and this problem. And then all of a sudden we have the big problem. In fairness, there is, I've been seeing some talk from some uh, Democrats. There's an easy fix to this. Go green, brother. Go oh. green. Oh, okay. Just go green. That's right. Right? We get the... uh, Solar panels on the roof. Solar panels on the roof. We get some wind energy going on. Every house has a windmill. Yep. Yep. Go green. We could fix it all. Here's my question to you, Dan. The electricity that's generated through wind, Mm -hmm. through solar panels, Yeah. once it turns into electricity, is there some magic transmission that takes place at that point for... Does the infrastructure know the difference between solar energy and coal-fired energy? No, no, it only talks to itself in VARs, like your ability to push. So so if you're making a megawatt from a windmill, that megawatt's going to go from here to around the corner and then die if it's the only thing that there is. So it's still going to use the existing infrastructure. 
Yeah. It's still going to need transformers. Yeah. Although they did try to pull that bullshit before. We're like, if you buy our energy, you're going to be buying mostly green energy. And people were like, uh, that's not how it works. And they're like, sure it is. Like they'll fucking lie right to your face and be, and be like, we're the experts. I'm telling you. So green energy or not, we need transformers, right? Yes. So, yes. Because high right. voltage is when, when the Avon Lake plant was running, they always said that those 627 megawatts can push that stuff south all the way to DC. Now, I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but I know it's going to go a lot further than just the Ohio line when you're putting that much on the grid and, and sending it out because it's electricity, it's going, it's going and it's following the path of least resistance, which is the high voltage lines before it all steps down. We need to find somebody who really understands. It's boring. All the, in, well, it's that can, super boring. That can dumb it down. No, into what, no way. Into what is about to happen uh, to okay. this country. Mm-hmm. So everybody who's just sitting there with their heads in the sand, because every time they hit their light switch, the lights come on. Yeah. To understand what is, potentially coming when states like California are going to require everybody to have electric vehicles or a thermostat that doesn't ever go below 78. Well, yeah, but 78 at that point would be a welcome, right? Compared to no power at all in 108 degree heat. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but here's something in this article too, speaking of head in the sand, it said, um, the group along with the National Rural Electric Cooperative Association, which maybe this is a, a group we should reach out to, huh? And just to say, hey, you guys want to talk about it? Asked the federal government to relax those standards to alleviate the current shortage, but the Department of Energy has so far declined. So are they making this problem worse? In June, Burden, Joe Burden, invoked the Defense Production Act in effort to ease the shortage of transformers and other energy-related components. The Korean War law gives the federal government special powers to support the military or protect homeland security, including the ability to preempt other customers, conserve scarce materials, or increase production of specified goods. It is unclear what the federal government can or will do with the new authority in the case of transformers especially because the law rarely has been used in the energy industry. So we have answers. We have, we have routes to go down, but you just read how long it's going to take to get one here. Yeah. So what are we doing? Well, I can tell you what Florida's doing. Florida. Florida, buddy. Florida's got the answers for everything. Oh, Florida's tell me what Florida's doing. Now, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take time, but you got Marco Rubio, senator out of Florida, introduced a bill uh, to encourage production of transformers on U.S. soil. So we're not dependent on supply chain issues. We're not dependent on other countries. We're just going to be dependent on staff shortages. We're not. Well, maybe, but we're not dependent on China, who would love to see us fail. They don't give a shit, right? When you got to depend on China for your energy... Or for your components for energy insulin or your right right yeah so anyway they've introduced a bill to guarantee domestic companies to rebuild or increase the supply of electric grid materials to help alleviate the supply chain concerns however fema warns that this will take time to resolve this issue which of course it will because it's government and nothing moves fast in government right hey what ronald reagan say scariest words i'm from the government we're here to help you know you've got states like texas uh, Texas doesn't rely on on the national grid at all, right? Texas has their own grid, right? So they take care of their own power. Yeah, but I mean that that that. Now you got that, Swalwell, who was making fun of Texas in a tweet 
I think Defiant Owls or yeah. I think it was them yeah. that came out with it. He was making fun of Texas uh, with the abortion issue and everything, but Texas was asking their people, hey, look, you know, don't run your air conditioners and stuff, uh, powers, you know, during peak times. What do you say? Something along the lines of, hey, welcome to Texas where they have the power to control women's bodies, but can't keep the power on in the state or some shit like that. Right. Yep. And he was making fun of him. Hey, it's all fun and games. Right. Well, back, uh, just, um, I guess our last episode when we were talking with Kevin McGarry from every black life matters. So we're sitting here, Kevin's talking and all of a sudden we hear somebody's phone buzzing. Right? I know it's not me because I'm a pro and I have my shit yep. on Do Not Disturb. I know we, you have your stuff on well, Do Not Disturb. We, so we're thinking Dwayne, maybe. Yeah, Dwayne Green was he's here. He's new. He, right? Yeah, he's we're new like, to the podcast. Uh, so, somebody's, got, somebody's got a fucking phone that is buzzing right now. And it was. and, and uh, Well, here it is. Here it is. Who's that buzzing? That wasn't me. I'm, no, I'm, that was one of us here. We were buzzing. That so, was uh, that was uh, actually me, uh, oh. the emergency alert. Oh. About, uh, well, we're good. We can edit that out. Please make sure you don't. Make sure you don't plug in your electric vehicle. Where are you at right now? Crazy. I'm in uh, California, Northern in California. California. Oh, yeah. get out of here. So you're getting an alert telling you, listen, yeah. you've got to buy these electric cars, but yeah. you can't charge them. You're going to figure that you out on your own. And it's been um, like that all weekend for the past four days. They've been sending out these alerts. Yeah. Hey, please, you guys. They shut down you, all the coal fire home at night. Yeah, yeah, because they mm-hmm. shut them down. Mm-hmm. So when you come home at night, and we know that you need your EVs charged, but if you guys charge them all, uh, the grid will go down. So please don't charge they, for the past four days. So you got you got the government telling you you got to have all these electric vehicles, right? But yep. it's the same government who's shutting down coal fired power plants. Now the coal fired power plants, Dan, mm-hmm. were they running twenty four seven? No, they're called peaker units. Okay, well, so so what did they do, Dan? Peaker units ran when it was really hot or really cold, and the dollars put them in. So when we were bare bones and really trying to make it, we could produce power for $34 a megawatt. And when, but, but, when prices got up that high and it was 40, 45, $50 a megawatt, we were in the money, which means that not only were we getting capacity payments to be ready to run, they but you aside, you and the money they're making aside, your mission there is to back up. To make sure to push when, when things got close to the max at peak, mm-hmm. you gave them a little bit more so that people can yeah. still run their stuff. Right. One, one of the last times we called for the unit to come off, the guy was like on the other, on dispatch was like, man, I'm going to miss having you guys over there, man. I'm re- I'm really You can tell in his voice, like he even knew it was wrong. So in California, had we not started shutting down all these coal fired power plants. Okay. Would they have then had the power to say, all right, mm-hmm. it, it's hot as hell out here yeah, today. They're shutting down nukes too, but we're going to be able to keep this going mm-hmm. and they fire you up. Yep. You provide the power they need. They can see it coming and they would literally take us 12 hours to get online. They would see it coming and almost hedge their bet and get us on. Cause we've been canceled when that was like, okay, it didn't happen. Like we thought it would. Okay guys, shut it down. We'll pay you for the day and fine. Cool with that. You know, but they, so just, you were like an emergency backup. Yes. And now that we don't have you, there's only three left in Ohio. And this is where the rolling blackouts come in, right? Where they say hey, too much use, yeah, yeah, too much they, demand. Yeah, we don't have the have power. To, you have to shed load. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to just roll, we're going to have to roll blackouts through the state mm-hmm. so that, and, and what do you think? You think this is coming to every state eventually? Mm, hard to say. We still got our nukes up, right? Yeah. Yeah. We still got a couple thousand megawatts up on the lake, which is good, but we almost lost them because- First Energy bankrupted, it rolled them into bankruptcy, and then and then shed the company to a subsidiary just to wash their hands up. You know, mm-hmm. hold the billion dollar remediation bag. That's for another show. 
Uh, but well, it's actually been on like five shows. You get you get all pissed <laughs> off. We'll start so, talking yeah, about it. God damn it. <laughs> We're talking about like the Boy Scouts <gasps> or Girl Scout cookie sales, and you're like, you know what? Let me tell you about First Energy. Think about it like this. You know how many people left California this year? A lot. Um, a lot. Is that the the actual number? We talked to somebody on the phone earlier today that left California. Yeah. I don't know the actual number of how many people left California, but California had an exodus of people. So you would think like, okay, well, there's a lot of people not consuming power if that many people left. And they're still stretched thin with a number smaller than Look, man, when they were last It's not year. even conspiracy theory. If you look on the horizon between supply chain issues, between uh, infrastructure issues with the power grid, um, you know, the transformer shortages, uh, and we're going to talk about the rail strike. When you look at what is on the horizon, if you are not preparing now for what is going to come and your family is caught short, that's on you. Now you can be one of those. You can say, Hey man, you crazy preppers. I'm not one of those crazy preppers. I'm just going to go to Walmart and get my shit. Okay. Okay. Until the rail stops running until the truckers aren't running or until you need a rack of wood in your backyard. Yeah. Because, because it is 20 degrees, negative 10 degrees outside and you don't have any power. And you never started a fire in your fireplace. Exactly. You've never started a fire in your life. You've never got your propane. You never got your chimney inspected. (laughs) Jesus. Get your life together. Never got your chimney inspected. Now your house is 2000 degrees because it's on fire. Because there was a nest up there or (laughs) generations of squirrels. And you know, we've got, I mean, we keep saying we're going to do this show, but we need to do this show on preparedness. Let's plan that. Let's get that going in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Our CEO really wants it. (laughs) CEO. Yeah. Our chief editing officer. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Shout out, Tim. (laughs) Cheers to Tim. Cheers to Tim. Yep. How's California, Tim? Um, So, so, yeah, the government's not here to help. The government's not not here to help. Well, they're, they're very good at making, they're, they're good at creating problems that they can fix, right? The problem is they're creating all these problems, but they're getting out of control and they can't fix them. You know, it's like the gremlins. Remember that movie gremlins? Yeah. It's like they just threw the gremlin in the pool and they're like, we're going to fix this. And all of a sudden they're like, shit, there's gremlins everywhere. That is exactly what's going on now. And that is what they do. And, and, and I'm telling you, you've got to remember this come November. You got to look at how good life was under the Trump administration compared to how good it is now. Now, don't fall for the bullshit. Don't fall for the rhetoric, right? They're bringing Kamala Harris back out. They're bringing her out now. They're getting ready. And they're writing her speeches so she doesn't sound as dumb. Oh, she still sounds dumb. God dang, man. She is hard to listen to. But they're bringing her back out. They're bringing her back out with the the typical Democratic rhetoric. And, And listen, Democrats, I know a lot of Democrats out there, and I know that you know what's going on here is wrong, and it's hard for you to admit. I get it, right? You don't want to admit that things were better under Donald Trump, but I know smart Democrats. I know that you know that these policies are not working, that we cannot afford another four years with this administration in there. But that's why they're making Donald Trump the boogeyman. Oh, he is the boogeyman. Mike Lindell. Dude, the guy is literally standing at, where was it, Hardee's? Mm-hmm. Standing at Hardee's and gets his cell phone stolen by the FBI. They rolled up on him on a hunting trip. How'd they know where he was? They were pinging his cell phone already. Well, and how many 
Man, I got an end with Mike Lindell, too. That might be a cool episode. Well, put yourself in a situation, Jim, well, right? I, let's say Pop Bless America is blowing the doors off everything. We get all the guests. Everything's cool. Yet, well, let's, just say, let's just say, for argument's sake, that's us, right? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, you're uh, doing your, your a 5K run somewhere, you know? And uh, all of a sudden, they roll up on you when you're at Hardy's and they take your phone. They take your phone. Here's a warrant we got for your phone. In the state that you, like, they got that warrant for that state that he was in for his hunting trip. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, now you can't make a call. Now they got all your email. They Dude, got, take it, my phone. You take my life. Everything. And, I mean, and Lindell said that in an interview, he goes, I run all my businesses. I don't have a MacBook or a laptop. I run everything to this phone. And maybe that's the crutch that we need to get rid of because look at the situation to put him in. Look at the situation well, to put you in. If you we were it. talking about this and, and I didn't, I, I have not followed up on this enough and I need to DOJ now has gone after Oh, how many? 35 or 40 Trump all associates, Trump associates. And they're going after all conservative. I think it's the January 6th committee. I think it's of course it them. Is. Of course it because is. Because you know what? That's going to come back to the search warrant on, on Mar-a-Lago. You know, that search warrant, and we've talked about that before. The way search warrants work is if they come and they give you a search warrant and they say, all right, you are allowed to look for a stolen car at this residence, right? You're allowed to go to 123 Main Street and you can search a garage for a stolen car. And you walk in that garage and you start going through drawers in the garage or the toolbox. It's an illegal search, right? Because you can't put a stolen car in a drawer. You can only put a stolen car in a garage. Okay. Okay. If they even say the property to include all outbuildings, to include all buildings on the property. Yeah. Yeah. To include all buildings on the property, you can go in and look for a stolen car. Okay. You can't go in the basement. How are you going to get a stolen car through a door? Right. I can't go in the house and start going through the closets. You can't put a stolen car in the closets. That, that doesn't make any sense. But when they say like for Trump's warrant that it's documents, well, you can search anywhere now. Okay. You can put documents anywhere. And I still don't believe that this had anything to do with national security as much as it had something to do with J6. They were on a fishing expedition because anything they find now, even though those documents aren't in the scope of what they were looking for, if they were legally allowed to be there, they're fair game. So now they serve this warrant on Mar-a-Lago for the nuclear codes, like Donald Trump took the nuclear codes, and now all of a sudden they're going after 40 Trump associates. Yes. Well, they know their time is limited. Because they're about to be disbanded if they lose. If they lose, I put that in big quotes. And what they're doing with that is they're looking for alternate electors. So they're trying to make it a crime for all the people, even in Congress. I mean, they took a congressman's phone because of it. Because they wanted to put alternate slate electors in. I think that's how you, that's how you say it, right? Maybe. Alternate slate electors. Uh-uh. Either way. like Because they think that's going against the constitution and all that. And they're trying to use that for the reason why they're, why they're doing that because they were trying to like upend the peaceful transition of power. But you can go back to when Donald Trump won the first one and they were trying to throw out alternate electors in the other election, but nobody ever pushed them out. No one ever, you know, sacked them or took their phone into any of that shit. Bro, I don't know what the answer is. The whole thing is so dirty. Government is so dirty. Well, imagine the coverage that would be going on right now on the TV if Donald Trump was the the head guy at the White House, and then all of a sudden Biden's getting raided, Hillary's getting raided, it would it they would be treating it. But here is the problem: ass on fire. Here is the problem: is that if the rules reverse now and Biden was getting raided, 
all the conservatives who were bitching about Donald Trump getting raided would be applauding it. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's justice. Oh, finally, justice, justice. But you know what? It's not justice. You're no better than the goddamn Democrats. If you are mad about Donald Trump getting raided, you should be just as mad about Hillary Clinton getting raided under the same circumstances. But wait a minute. Yeah, I mean, you're saying Joe, but you know what's on the laptop. Uh, on whose laptop? Hunter's? Yeah. Well, Hunter's is different. I mean, that's... Dude, we've seen... <laughs> just kidding. I haven't seen anything. Uh, but we've, we've heard. We've seen the laptop, right? Yeah. I mean, we've heard. We've, we've read accounts. We know what's on that laptop. You can look it up on the internet. There is, there is probable cause in that laptop to believe that aggravated fuckery has happened <laughs> right i mean there is there's probable cause to believe that aggravated fuckery has happened and it. they need to come out yeah i mean that's that's a whole different story donald trump was a fishing expedition from the start the american people know it He's the democrats know it but you know what the democrats you're, you're so focused on donald, donald trump being a bad man that you're willing to to overlook the constitution here you're yep. o- willing to overlook everything the, the rights that donald trump has because you think he was a bad man but remember that if you allow this to happen to donald trump because you think he's a bad man the roles are going to reverse eventually and it's going to happen to you it's going to happen to you and nobody's going to come to your aid nope i'm not because you allowed this to happen you know what? I believe in karma. And that's what they've been saying in all the shows I watch. Hey, don't applaud this because no. you're next. See, that sucks because now it looks like I'm just regurgitating talking points. I don't listen to your shows. And to be honest with you, and I should listen to a lot more podcasts, I don't. I come in here cold. Today, we're cold. You don't even listen to our podcast. I don't. <laughs> I, well, you know what? I'll run it in the background. I don't need to listen to it. I know what we said. That's true. Although it is kind of nice to listen to it sometimes and hear how Joseph just, I mean, makes us sound like rock stars. <laughs> we sound like, listen, if you listen to this podcast right now before it's edited, train wreck. Yeah. You get it back from Joseph. Beautiful. Cheers to Joseph. Cheers to Joseph. So anyway, we've got Kamala Harris is now, and it's weird. Because she's been gone for so long. You haven't heard a word from her. And every right? time you did hear something from her, she got such bad blowback that they can't even put her out there anymore. It's, it's bizarre. It is bizarre how she disappeared completely. And now all of a sudden, now she's back on the circuit. So Kamala Harris is on Meet the Press, right? And she's on with Chuck Todd. And Chuck Todd asks her a very easy question. Is the border secure? Now, meet, meet the Press is not a conservative-friendly. Now, you do see, you do see some of these groups, some of these media groups are starting to come around. They're realizing they're on a sinking ship. Oh, can I tell you a joke real quick I heard? Yeah. It's fucking funny, dude. Most people have probably seen it. It's going around Facebook. What's the difference between the Titanic and California? What? The Titanic had its lights on while it was sinking. Mm. <laughs> Thanks to the boiler operators. God damn. Running that power system. How do you not think that's the funniest good. shit ever? Well, I saw it. Oh, everybody's probably seen it, but God damn, every time I say that joke, I Here's one we can edit out. What? What's the difference between Iron Man and Iron Woman? Balls, something balls, iron dick, dick, dick ball, ball. I don't know what. One's a superhero, the other's a command. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I had to think about it. Iron Woman. All right, we don't have to edit that out. What? God damn, that's... 
<laughs> when it hit me, I was like, what? Okay. All right. That was good. What's a super Facebook dank, dank memes. Anyway. All right. So, 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 I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm sorry. really just trying to stall so I don't have to hear her fucking mouth. Oh, fuck, this dude. bitch. She is such a. Oh. So, anyway, Chuck Todd asked her a very simple question. He says, is the border secure? Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do is the first request we make, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system in what particular border? over the last four years before we came in. And it needs to be fixed. Donald We're Trump's two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. But there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix, given the deterioration that happened over the last four years. We also have to put in place... A, 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 a law and a plan for a pathway for citizenship for the millions of people who are here and are prepared to do what is legally. I'm done. Listen, should, <laughs> I, I can't with you. Dude, I cannot. I can't. You know, she, first off, she wants to blame everything on Donald Trump, right? The problems in the last four years. Well, let me tell you what the last four years had. The last four years had remained in place in Mexico, right? The last four years had a border wall being built. That's what the last four years had, right? Okay. Actually, no, not the last four years, because I'm not going to give them credit for the first. <laughs> they don't get, well, I guess if they're going to say the last four years, it's actually the last two years. Sure. So, so she's half right, right? It's the last two years. It's definitely not the Donald Trump era that she's talking about. How can she look at him and say the border is secure? People are flooding the border, coming across the border in record numbers, record numbers. And she's going to sit there and claim that the border is secure. This is the delusional shit that this administration is trying to perpetrate on the American people. This is the delusional shit that they can get away with, that they're getting away with because people hate Donald Trump so much. They hear her talk and they're thinking, well, you know what? She said the border is secure, must be secure. This is coming from somebody who has never been to the border. Border czar who has never been to the border. She got close one time. El Paso. Close. El Paso's secure. Well, no, it's not. El Paso's not secure. I mean, this is the stuff. This is this administration. The border's secure. And then you hear Chuck Todd say, look, two million people are going to come across this year. Are you saying it's secure? And then she wants to say, well, listen, it's all about giving people a path to citizenship. There is a path to citizenship. It's already there. The, you, stay in your country. Stay in your country mm -hmm. and apply for citizenship. Oh, well, it's violent there. You know what? If you're talking about asylum, okay, because it's what? Violent? It's violent there. So they're seeking asylum. You know where the first safest, safest place would be for them coming out of there? Guatemala. Send them to Guatemala. Okay. Not nearly as violent there. But if you're going to use that argument, and I've heard this somewhere, I don't remember where I heard it, sorry, credit where credit's due, but Chicago's a violent city, right? You're unsafe if you're living there. Does that mean Canada needs to accept anybody from Chicago that crosses the border? If they were woke, they would. 
<laughs> and they are kind of woke, but yeah. I mean, but and, they're and, not. And if they're vaccinated, not nah, yeah, <laughs> right. And and they don't have a DUI, <laughs> you know. But for real, I mean, is any other country going to accept an American citizen? Listen, you go to some of these countries, some of these Scandinavian countries. You go to any of these. Uh, and, and I don't know. I don't know which countries, but you have to prove that you can make money. You have to prove that you that you can provide something to this country. You can't just come in there and say, look, bro, I'm in. Give me a chance. Pay my groceries, pay my rent. But I promise I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. No bullshit. Right. You need to come in with a skill. You need to come in with money. You need to come in with a guarantee that you are going to be a productive member of society. And not a leech. No other country in the world is allowing people in to just leech off of them. It is absolutely insane. And Democrats, call me up. Send us a message. Jim at PBAPodcast.com. Send me a message. Tell me you want to be on this show and you want to defend the Biden administration's border policies. You want to defend the Biden administration immigration policies. Send me an email. We will call you. We will have you on. We won't shit on you. It'll be a fair uh, uh, Fox News, right? It'll be fair and balanced, right? We'll let you have your say. We'll let you have your say. Now, we're not going to sit here and just take it. We've been called out on that before by one of Dan's friends. Says mm-hmm. we're weak. Says we're a bunch of bitches. Or we could be We could be tougher. We could be tougher. It's hard. You know what? It's hard to be tough, though, when I agree with the majority of what somebody stands for, right? And I saw him at the bar this weekend. Okay. And he elaborated on what he was saying. And he came to me and he said, Dan, you're my best friend. I've spent my whole entire life dealing with you being an asshole to everybody. You know what? Just stop it there. You are an asshole. About everything. No, no. No, no. Right? And he goes, now now you're here? And now you don't want to be an asshole? Look, dude, just stop it. Stop it right there. All right? You are an asshole. As always, we thank you guys for your support. Wherever you're listening to this podcast. Just kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) He loves to do that. Um, So his question isn't really that we aren't beating these people over the head. He's telling me that I'm not being myself. Um, And I've made, and I've made the, you know, just the last episode when I said, um, I want to toss deeper jokes. I want to go deep. I want to know what, here's the problem. Here's the problem. And we did it once in the last episode. I'm not going to talk about what it was. Actually, I said it needed to be edited out. I I don't know if it was. You can be an asshole, but we need to know our audience. You know what I mean? Yes. There's things I want to say too, but there's things that I can say to Jonathan Gillum that I can't necessarily say to Kevin McGarry. Sure. You know, I, you just need to know your audience. I, when we have somebody in here who is projecting professionalism, who's uh, Bernadette Boyles. Yeah. Right. Or Broyles. Yeah. From uh, the January Little John episode. When you have somebody like that in here, look, dude, dick jokes aren't going to fly. Right. Or, or little John references. Right. Yeah. Right. What? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. You know, like she, I was, I was dying to right. put one out there. I, I can tell you this. A, she's sick of that shit. Right. She's heard that her whole life. <laughs> I know. But B, you're right. That's what I'm saying. Right. You can, you can still be yourself. You can still be an asshole, but we got to know, we, we got to read the room, man. It's and, true. It's true. And what? we can't, if we want to make a real go of this, because what happens is when we have these professional people on, and we act like a bunch of college kids yeah. and, we, or, and we're doing dick jokes. Right. All that's going to do is burn bridges for us in the future. Right. There's, there's the time and place. Don't get me wrong. 
I mean, Jesus Christ, we had 10 minutes of dick jokes on the one episode. I, you know, there's a time and place. This, this guy I saw at the gym. But what? This guy I saw at the gym, though, he was like, hey, that was some funny shit. <laughs> and you kept it going throughout the whole entire thing. And I was in for it, dude. I loved right. it. You know what? And I, there's a time and place for it. But there's also a time and place for us to back it down and, and to get on board with, I totally get, and, and Vernadette from uh, childandparentrights.org, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. Um, and she called us on some shit that was edited out. And she called us on some shit. It was like, hey, look, fellas. I know, I, where, I know where you're going with this. I can't have my organization. And that is absolutely right. Yeah. So I, I get what he's saying. And you can be the, the, the same asshole that you've always been. But the fact is, we're in a different medium now. Yeah. Right. There's times when we have to be more professional. When we're talking to people, we can't. I mean, they should know what they're getting into, but at the same time, we got to respect the position they're in. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's 100% right. And at least, you know, when he brought it to me again, he had to clarify, like, you know, I'm not mad at you for it. I just want you to be the real you that you are. And the world's not ready for that, first of all. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> We will be we will be canceled on yeah. every front. The FCC right now is like, God damn it, this is a private deal. I wish we could do something. And and I'll tell you, we're, we're already getting shit on, and I'll tell you why. And I told you this uh, when we first got in here. I mean, we don't talk a lot before the first show because if when we're doing this cold, we really want to not have anything sound canned or whatever. But my sister got a new uh, beauty spot that that she's working on, and she's moving. And I'm trying to help her out as much as I can with some of the projects that she has. And I met a young guy up there who's doing the work there. And he was like, Hey, what, you know, what do you got going on? I said, Hey, I got to go do this podcast today. He's like, you got a podcast? And I'm like, yeah. So he's like, what's it on? I'm like, Spotify. He's like, I'm on Spotify. So he looked up pod bless America, literally typed in pod bless America. The words, the words, pod every bless America, word, every word. And it was two scrolls down. There was podcasts in front of us that didn't have the word pod, the word bless, or the word America in it that were in front of us. If it, if I wasn't there to go, you know, swipe, 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 oh, right there, that one with the, with the eagle holding the microphone, you know, and then he's like, oh, knucklehead media group, that's awesome, you know, like, so, uh, but we had to go that far. Look, I'll tell you guys this, that is true. I mean, we are certainly being throttled. Facebook has proven that. We paid for an ad. For the Jonathan Gillum episode, uh, that ad ran for how long, Dan? Uh, half a month. Okay, so two weeks that ad ran. It said we got four. What do you talk about? Yeah, it, it said. I mean, I I mean, it took Just, a screenshot, yeah. but yeah, the, it, it, they put it in front of fourteen thousand people. Uh, I mean, maybe not even that many. Eight it's eight thousand people. Uh, it got four hundred through plays, which means someone pressed play and let it play through the whole way. And we didn't get one organic like, not, not one comment, not, and you know what, when we did the sheriff episode, we yeah. had a whole lot of trolls that came on there that were like, fuck the police. Yeah. Fuck you, piggy. Yeah. You know what? We had a ton of those. And, and we, got, we actually left a comment. We said, hey man, bring it on. Yeah. You, you know what? We love algorithm. it. We love it because you're adding to the algorithm, right? You're, you're, you're bumping us up. We don't care. Come on, trolls. We didn't get one troll. With we, Jonathan Gillum. We got hundreds of people that, that liked or followed the show on Facebook. You can actually see uh, the, the huge jump when they put it in front of 14,000 people. And it had so many through plays. And this one was just crazy. And so, so, what I, so what I was doing <laughs> was I was sending them a notice every day. Every yeah. day you get to give them feedback. 
You know what? Keep talking. Yeah, you're going to look it up? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to find those to read them <laughs> because those are actually hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, just go to our messages, go to the pictures and start swiping because I sent Jim screenshots of every day I sent these bastards. So here's here's one. You got categories. So yeah. add, not reaching anybody. Oh, here, here here's one. So here, here's one of the messages, dancing Facebook. 10,000 people reached 15,000 or 1500 through plays and not one single like whatever level of suppression you have on us. Can you turn it up one more notch? Feel like maybe we can go this whole ad and ad run with zero interaction. If we just kick it up a notch, (laughs) no response. (laughs) Here's another one. Just a daily reminder that you can't really be showing people this ad with the results we're seeing. No response. (laughs) <laughs> oh, shit. There was ones I didn't screenshot and send to Jim there. I mean, every day. And maybe it was, maybe it was hurting me. Maybe they these guys. Here's were one. This. Did this happen? No, no, but in yellow. Oh, that was my <laughs> response to you for something you said happened that probably didn't. Never mind. Go ahead. You want me to call this guy? I'll get him on the phone <laughs> right now. Anyway. So I was just I'm so frustrated about it because we have results from the last one. And when you paid the same amount of money and, and it's not a lot, but it's still something. And uh, just to try to get results, just to try to push that episode, just to try to, you know, get more traction, just to try to get to, you know, at least a thousand followers on, on, on the Facebook page. And we got shit. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to ask of you guys. If you go to our Facebook page, anybody who's listening to this now, do me a favor. And if you could, the, the, the pin post on there is our QR code. If you can go and just screenshot our QR code and go to five of your like-minded friends, show them that QR code, tell them to scan it. It'll go straight to our podcast and that'll help us out immensely because we are being throttled so bad on the current platforms that we're on. We just can't get out. I mean, we're trying, we can't get out. The feedback we get on these episodes is great, Mm -hmm. but we can't get out. They're throttling us so bad. I mean, it's just, it's impossible. It's impossible. I was really watching Tim Cast when he came out and said, you know, hey, we're this close to November and you know what they do right around election time. Well, you know what? They, yes, they, we have to we have to acknowledge the possibility that maybe we suck. Maybe people are just like this sucks. No. You no, don't think? That's what a pessimist would say. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't we don't suck. No. And I don't believe it. We don't suck. I don't believe it. But it is getting frustrating. I'll tell you right now. We just had a half hour conversation with somebody that didn't know we were going to call them today. And and their their cheeks probably still hurt. Listen. His gut probably still hurts from fucking laughing so much. That dude, I will tell you right now, that is one of the best laughs, the real laugh I've ever heard. Dude, that that actually lit a fire in my heart. I just, that was incredible. All right, moving on. We I don't know how we got off in this. Yeah, yeah, so, sorry. So listen, so we're talking about supply shortages, right? We're talking about the transformers, but it's not just transformers, right? It's all goods. It's all goods. So how do you get, how do you go from bad to worse, Jim? Well, here's how you go from bad to worse, Dan. How was your week? 
But how, when you guys hear us say, how was your week? There was, there was a time before a show and I was like, Dan, people care about our lives, right? They want to know how our weeks go. They want to know, Dan's about to spit his bourbon. I, sorry, I was so, spit my bourbon that, so I was like, you know what? I mean, guy, people care. They care. You know, they like us. They want to know how our weeks go. So in the very first episode, I'm like, so how was your week, Dan? We started laughing. So now every time I'm like, how was your week, Dan? And it's all because we think anybody cares about our lives. We know they don't, but we feel like we should still tell you. So how was your week, Dan? So how do we so go anyway, from bad to worse, Jim? <laughs> so you may not even know about this, but this could be huge. Now, I have a feeling it's not going to be. They, they just pulled the Trump card out to try to get it resolved is what they did here. When? When they made this announcement. Oh. So I have a feeling this is not going to be bad. Even if it goes, I think they're going to fix it quick, right? Because they know what the ramifications are. Alert USA. If you don't subscribe to Alert USA, you know, there's a lot of bullshit on Alert USA where they give you like, oh, you know, shooting at whatever mall in Iowa. Yeah, okay. That's probably nothing, right? It's a couple gangbangers. It's whatever. It's, it, chances of it being an actual terrorist attack. But what Alert USA is good at is it's basically any threat to national security. Alert USA will text you and they'll tell you, look, this is going on. Most of the time it turns out to be nothing. Sometimes they give you six hours. They give you 24 hours. They give you a couple days notice that this is coming. And if you subscribe, it's like a hundred bucks a year. And if you subscribe to their text messages, you you do get a little bit of notice that something's coming. Now, usually, like I said, it's no big deal, but there's going to be that time where you get to Walmart and you stock up on some food two hours before the rest of the world finds out that some fucking shit is happening. And that could buy you an extra five days. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, a hundred bucks, that's hefty. I get it. Right. I get it. But, and they're not even a sponsor. I mean, I should reach out to them, (laughs) but they're not even a sponsor, but I have subscribed to them for years and they're always right. I mean, whatever they say is true. Now, sometimes it turns out to be nothing. Anyway, this one's not going to be nothing. This is a real thing. And it's trending on Twitter. So the text alert just came out, said high potential for freight rail worker strike starting September 16th, 12.01 AM with national impact. Amtrak cancels all long-distance train service starting 9-15. Now, you're going to hear this episode two days after that. Yeah. So, today is the 14th. That's when we're recording this. So, we are two days ahead of what they're saying is going to happen. Now, you might listen to this and nothing happens. You're like, that's bullshit. But if nothing happens, it's because they came to some kind of resolution. But as of right now, they sent an email out along with that. And what the email says is that two labor unions representing 57,000 engineers and conductors, or roughly... Which is all of them. Well, half. 57,000 engineers and conductors, or roughly half of the U.S. rail workers, are seeking better work contract. To this point, negotiations with rail operators have failed. In July, Joe Biden established a presidential emergency board to help resolve the labor dispute between Class 1 rail carriers and their unionized workforce. The executive order triggered a 60-day cooling-off period intended to keep the parties working toward a negotiated settlement. That cooling-off period ends 9.15 at midnight. 
The impact of a rail strike would be felt in supply chains and general rail travel nationwide. Several railroads have already begun to wind down services in advance of 916. So the fact that these railroads are already winding down, they think it's happening. Sure. Right? They're not going to wind down if they're like, look, we're going to come to a resolution. They think this is happening, including CSX, BNSF, Norfolk Southern, and Union Pacific. While Amtrak owns most of the tracks being used along the D.C.-Boston corridor, the nation's busiest, they use freight rail lines for longer runs. As a result, Amtrak has canceled all long-distance trains nationwide starting Thursday. So this is pretty huge. I mean, this is Amtrak, CSX, Norfolk Southern, BNSF. They all think it's coming. To the point that they're cycling down, right? Amtrak has already canceled. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, Amtrak's in the freaking red every every year. Not really. No? They're subsidized by the federal well, government. Yeah, exactly. They're still not From making- 2009 to this year. Okay. They may be making- $30 billion. They may be making money, but they are not turning a profit. Why, why would you need to turn a profit? 2022, we gave them $6.3 billion. The year before that, 4.7. The year before that, 3.0. The so, year before that, 2.6. So in, 2.4. 2.2. 1.8. Wait a minute. And I'm only at 2016. Hold on. Hold on. You're going 16. So you're at 1.8 billion. Yeah. And now that we're giving them how much? 6.7. <laughs> what the fuck? So in 2016, yeah. we gave 1.8. Yeah. And now we're giving them, holy shit. So Dan's got this pulled up. <laughs> so. 2009, we gave him one point. 2009, who was that? Obama. Obama. All right. So 2009, we gave him 1.4, 1.5 billion? Yeah, it's all billions. It's It's all billions. Holy shit. 2009, we gave him 1.5 billion. 2022, so far, we've given him 6.7 billion. We must not have found that in the omnibus we did. Dude, that's unbelievable. So Amtrak is an absolute failure, abject failure. I don't understand why they're allowed to still be in business. But think about it like this. If we're giving them that much money, the fuck if you are going on strike, right? Well, Amtrak's not. Well, when I was reading it on Twitter, they were like, Amtrak's owned by the federal government. And I'm like, they're not technically owned by the federal government. No, they are. And then I go... Well, let me look. So I look up and then I see how much we've given them since. So 2009 to 2022, here's, here's how it goes. 1.5 billion, 1.6 billion, 1.5 billion, 1.4 billion, 1.4 billion, 1.4 billion, 1.4 billion, 1.8 billion, 2.2 billion, and that's 17 2.4 billion, 2.7 billion in 19, jumps up to 3. Point, or 3 billion in 20. And that was point, probably coronavirus money. 4.7 billion in 21, and 6.7 billion in 22. We jumped from 1.5 billion to 6.7 billion that we're giving Amtrak just to exist. And, and they made what? Most of their money on passenger trains? Made no money. No, I'm saying like they're supposed to make all Unless the money those bitches made six point nine billion dollars, they made no money. Right. And the and the predecessor was twenty privately operated intercity passenger rail systems. 
So they can go, so they, they pull it all into one. Their headquarters is weirdly in Washington, D.C. That's true. Weird. <laughs> what the fuck? Weird. You know, I would have thought with numbers like that, they would have been in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> Tallahassee. Oh, so that's so. Yeah. When I was on Twitter, I was like, wait a minute. You know what it says right here? Amtrak is owned by the United States government. Why would they shut down for a strike? Because it's all planned. Oh, I wish we had Jeff on the line about this. Maybe he would have something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Should we just call Jeff? I know we said we'd text him. We'll just call him. We're just and, just, call him. and just ask him, like, you may not have done your research on this, Jeff, but what's up with Amtrak? <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna answer. Your call has been- <laughs> As someone living in an Amtrak train town, the strike is going to be emotional. It's going to be sad when the entire town doesn't have to shut traffic down for 15 minutes multiple times a day to let one to three people get off. Exactly. <laughs> my man. Oh, that was from Being Libertarian on Twitter. Oh my God, dude. It's ridiculous. Ugh. But the point is that Amtrak sees this coming, that NSX sees this coming, that, that CSX sees this coming, BSNF sees this, or BNSF sees this coming. It's probably coming, right? And the results of a rail strike are going to be huge. Think about all the trains that come through your communities every day. How many cars? All those cars are carrying goods. Yeah. All those cars are carrying things that need to need to get across this country. Yes, but on the other hand, my brother-in-law, who's a truck driver, said that in April, everything fell on its face. They went from turning away, away loads to picking up the shittiest loads they can find because everyone's now in a race to try to just get work. So guess what, buddy? You better be ready to work some OT, Jack. <laughs> Because we're going to need you to hook up. Drennan, man. We ought to have him on. He's oh. a truck driver. And you know what? He's a big sport of the show. He is. And we ought to have him on. See what he thinks about this rail strike. I'll tell you one thing. Once once they got to take them off the trains and put them on trucks, they already don't have enough truck drivers. All right. So we had just paused for a minute because we were talking. And I, I texted Dave Drennan. Uh, he's a big sport of the show. And ask him to call me. We'll see if he calls. I don't know if he will. But while we were off, I told Dan asked me if I sent Drennan his book. I haven't yet. I, I, I've got it. I'll send it. You've got it and you haven't sent it? Yeah. But I, listen to me. Shut up, dick. So me and him went back and forth a little bit. And I said, Dan, you know what? I said, I think you're you're becoming one of my best friends. But you said that right after you pretended to shoot me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. But... I said, I think I like you more than most cops. And we got going back and forth. And I said, you know, at my funeral, <laughs> I want you to come deliver my eulogy. But Dan's got a thing. We've talked about it before. He's got a thing on Facebook called the Top Hundo. Yep. Top Hundo, Dan. What is it? I, I hold 100 friends on Facebook. And if I add you, I got to kick somebody out. 100 friends. That's it. That's it. And that's big shit, dude. Because I've always said, like, I want to pare my shit down. But I'm like, ugh, too much work. You keep it at 100. Yeah, I'm the only so one I told keeping him. it 100. So if you're in the military, you know, like an airborne guy dies, people come up and they take the airborne wings and they pound it in the coffin, right? So he's got these all these airborne wings stuck in the coffin. <laughs> I told Dan, I want him to get a 100 pin and just pound it right into the coffin. I want him to be buried in the top hundo. 
with that stuck to the to the cask. Yep, yep. I want to be buried in the top hundo. Now, here's a little funny something. Uh, so at work, this is a little morbid, actually. We have envelopes. <laughs> we have envelopes we've got to fill out where if we get killed in the line of duty, this is what we want done at, at our funerals, right? Um, and you can put anything in there, who you want there, how you, you know, how you want to be buried, whatever. So one of the things I put in there, and this guy doesn't know this to this day. <laughs> yes. One of the things I put in there is that Chris is a guy I work with. Okay. One of my best friends. I put in there that I want him to sing Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> the first time he's going to find out about that. Well, now he knows. But the, Oh, he don't listen to the show. The first time he's going to find out about that is when I die and they mm-hmm. open that envelope and they're like, Chris, you got to sing Stairway to Heaven. He's like, the fuck? <laughs> you know what? You got to do it. So the reason I'm saying this, you are in charge of making sure Chris sings Stairway to fucking Heaven, dude. The whole thing. I'm not even talking about just the chorus. I'm talking about the whole, what is it? Fucking nine minutes, whatever yeah. the hell it is. Yeah. You're a shitty friend. <laughs> it's hilarious. And he's not a singer. So this is going to be great. I mean, I hope I don't die, but whatever. I had a good run. Yeah. We're going to have to call this episode squirrel. <laughs> Fuck, dude. So if you think the transit issue is going to be an issue, which, you know, uh, what did someone say on Twitter here? They said that. The relief package included $1 billion for Amtrak and $14 billion for mass transit. It passed as part of the fiscal year 2021 omnibus budget legislation, which included another $2.8 billion in rail funding and $13 billion for the Federal Transit Administration. And they're still going on strike? Do you got to pause? Not yet. Don't fucking hold your finger on the I'm going to pause it button if you're not going to fucking. And wouldn't you know it, with the power vested in us by knucklehead media... <laughs> The power invested in us. We got we got granddad, one of our number one fans and truck driver Dave on the phone. So we got Dave on the phone. Dave, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. So hey, man, we're good. We're good. If I if I remember correctly, looking at your post, I think you're in Alabama. On my way to Alabama. On your way to Alabama. Are you tracking this dude? Well, he posted it. He posted it. Now, oh, Alabama, okay. listen, I'm all about Alabama. Though. Jesus. That's in You're my top Southern three. Bell. That's in my top three, man. <laughs> that is in my top three, y'all. I'm rednecker than you. All right. So I'm Dave and I, not. Dave and I went to high school together. We graduated in the same class. So there's that. So I know him. He knows me. He didn't really hang out with bad kids. So he wasn't running from gym when we were kids. <laughs> Where are you, Dave? No, but he did chase me. He did yell at us a few times for things we shouldn't have been doing. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. Fair enough. That was that was in my dick days. So I have a brother-in-law that works for a large trucking company in the city. That well, let's. School, I mean, real right? quick. I mean, Dave is an over-the-road trucker. Right? Yeah, he's not. No, he ain't home at no, five thirty. No, Dave. Dave ain't driving to fucking Pennsylvania and back every day, right? Dave is going no. to California. Dave's going to where? Uh, Dave, Jesus. where? Where are you going? Where have you been in the last month? In the last month, let's see, I did two trips to California, one to Washington, two to Oregon, one to Texas, down to the border. Where do you live? I mean, state, uh, I state-wise? In, yeah, oh, I live in Ohio. All right, so Ohio, so you're all over the place, right? And oh, what's, your, what's your CB handle? They call me Buckeye because I work from a company from up north. All right, Buckeye. So if I'm ever out... Oh, but I don't know. Yeah, that won't work that way. That won't work. So what I was saying, I what I was saying before. CF I, truckers I, I, have no balls. I messed this intro up. Remember that story? No. 
You don't remember oh. that with me and my buddy? Yeah. When we said CF truckers have no balls, and that guy's like, is that, is that you two little boys in a Mustang? In a Mustang? We're like, Fuck! Yeah, okay, I do remember that. <laughs> oh, shit. That so my brother-in-law so works for the for the big company that's in the town that we grew up in, right? There's only one trucking company, the big one that's in here. I'm sure you know which one it is. It rhymes with testes. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back to the dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we want, uh, as in the industry, we call them the bitches who can't manage to run OTR. Oh, uh, well. oh, oh, is that over the road? <laughs> oh, yeah! Wow, you those, those fighting words. Listen, man, I didn't know that was a thing with Estes. You know, I, I always no, knew. we're not calling them out by name. Oh, well, you said testes. I know. Said right. Uh, listen, no, uh, JB Hunt. I knew was always a bitch in the trucking industry. Damn. Well, uh, it's true. You, you know, you guys are talking about that rail strike and whatnot. JB Hunt's going to be hurting if they go out on strike because ninety percent of their freight comes off the rail. Oh, you, yeah, you're right, because they all have the, the wheels on the back, and they take it off, and then they hook up and go. Intermodals. So my, yep. bro, my, brother, Intermodals. my brother-in-law said locally, you know, for testes, that it was um, <laughs> that um, around April, I mean, the economy for him, he saw it was kind of a downturn because um, they went from uh, turning away loads to, to taking the shittiest loads they could find. Well, fortunately for us, we haul a lot of... Uh, okay, quit bragging. What I'm no, no, no. For, oh, you're in... No, we, they, we, we call those reefers. Yeah, yeah. We we haul a lot of refrigerated freight, and people need to eat. So what we did is we started hauling more and more of the grocery items. And so so you're the reason that my strawberries only last for three days after I buy them? <laughs> Bitch, well, we've no, been looking because, for you. <laughs> Well, let me tell you a little secret. The reason your strawberries don't last that long because they sit out there in California on the docks for three days before they even call for a truck. Okay, well, that's semantics. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anytime we can shit on California, I'm all about it. All right, so, here, so we're talking about the rail strike. And if the rail strike happens, right, if these, if these railroads shut down, is the trucking industry going to be able to pick up the slack? I would say we'd pick up most of it, but not all of it. Because you figure we're already, if you look at the average, according to the, the government agencies, we're already short almost 3 million drivers. Okay, you, can, you say you can pick up most of it, maybe not all of it. Are, are the trucking companies going to be willing to cross over those, those strike lines? Or are they going to stand with their brothers? Well, I never even thought of that. I, I, I would say the bigger companies, your J.B. Hunts, your Schneiders, your Swifts, I would say they will. I work for an independent guy who's a real believer, and well, he flies. I'll put it this way: he flies the "Do Not Tread on Me" flag in front of our corporate office. So if that tells you anything. Good for that guy. Good for that guy. Oh yeah, and he has the Constitution all over the office and stuff like that. So, so you don't think he's going to cross lines? And will he come now, on? Will- I really don't think he'll cross lines. But who says big companies won't go in, cross lines, and take it to an outside warehouse? Will he come on this podcast? Who, my boss? Yeah. I don't know. I could ask him. All right. How, how big's the company? Time I'm in, how many trucks do you 70, run? We got 72 trucks. That's a couple million bucks. More. Uh, last, the last figure that we were told that during our yearly annual meeting was that we were worth about $20 million yeah. with the contracts and the equipment. Contracts and equipment, yeah, or the bulk of that. Yeah. So that's what we're saying. My, my brother-in-law told me that it was falling away and they were starting to take a bunch of freight they normally wouldn't take and it went and it dropped off real fast so this they'll be able to pick it up i think a little bit well you got to realize ltl carriers are a little different than long haul they serve a smaller area 
you know, by the time it would go through their LTL, which is less than load what he does, they would have to go through five, six, seven, eight different service centers before it got to the customer. Where if you put it on my truck, I pick it up in California and I'll take it straight to wherever it goes. Because you ain't no bitch. So, you ain't no bitch, Dave. <laughs> right, right. Right. You know, there's, you, there's, you know what? You ought to put that. Well, we're going to talk to your boss. You're going to get down the back of all your trailers and say, we ain't no bitches. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I, I would say in the long run, with the rail strike coming in, like they're talking, if it comes in. You're going to see the market hit the sky because people are going to have to pay higher rates because, say, you know, J.B. Hunt will pull it for 89 cents. Well, they're already at capacity. You got my boss who will pull it for a dollar something a mile. Well, they're going to have to pay that dollar something a mile if they want their freight moved. I mean, really, if the rail strike comes in, trucking companies yep. are going to be able to name their price. Exactly. They're going to be able to say, yeah. look, man, instead of, uh, I mean, what'd you say? Uh, is it a mile? Yeah, they yeah, pay per mile. So, so instead of a buck a mile, you know what? It's $5 a mile. Exactly. And if you say no, okay, put it on the rail. <laughs> How's that working out for How's you? How's that working out, bro? <laughs> you know what? Give me five yeah. bucks a mile. Well, one dirty secret people don't know about the rail either. Say they live in California. Oh, we love dirty secrets. To to, it may go out to, say, Philadelphia, right? Well, it's supposed to be on a train. Well, they get to Chicago, it gets put on the wrong train. Next thing you know, it's sitting down in Dallas because it's on the wrong train. So what? It sits there until they figure it out, and then they put it on the right train? They take it from Whoops. Dallas to Philadelphia? That, or they call another trucking company to come in and pick up the trailer and take it straight through because by then it's already too late. Hmm. You'd be odd. surprised how many, train, how many loads get lost on the trains. Yeah, and I tell you what, now that I'm thinking more and more about it, it's like, uh, you know, earlier in the episode, we're talking about there's a shortage going on right now for um, transformers, and the electrical grid is is having a lot of problems right now keeping up, uh, so they just need more crises to pass trillion-dollar yeah. packages. Yeah. That's where, oh, I'm, you, at. That's where know, I'm at now. Yeah, yeah you guys sure. are talking about crashing on California. I was out there last week when they had that heat wave. Yeah. They had the rolling blackouts. Yep. I don't know, Jim, if you've seen that post I posted on Facebook of what they were sending across all the phones as you were coming into California, please reserve. Do not use more energy than necessary <laughs> after 5 p.m. Bro, really? And as Is soon that... as you would hit the state line, yeah. they would send an yeah. emergency signal to your so, phone. So you didn't listen to last week's episode? Yeah. Dave, you did? Yeah. Are you the whole thing? Dave, are you not lying? No. Listen. Wait. No, so no. this was in last week's wait, episode. Wait, wait, Dave, Dave, stop talking. This was in last week's episode. Who's that buzzing? Oh, uh, it was one of us here. We were buzzing. That so, was uh, that was uh, actually me. Uh, oh. Did I lose you guys? To see alert. Oh. about uh, well, we're good. We can edit that out. Make sure you don't make sure you don't plug in. Where are, where are you at right now? So this was our guy. Every Black Life Matters. No, he said he listened to the episode. He's a liar, ass. <laughs> well, he said not everything. I don't know. That was our guy in our episode. And while we were in the episode, his phone starts buzzing and it is them telling him, don't, don't, don't charge your car. Don't run your air conditioner. Don't run your, don't run your washer and dryer. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had a whole list of stuff not to do. And I, I was in the truck, stopped pumping fuel and the power went out. <laughs> Shut up. They said they didn't have to do rolling blackouts, but I guess that's. Do they have a generator? Like once you're, once you're pumping your fuel, the power goes out. Do you still get your fuel? Uh, no. So all the generators at the truck stops run is do coolers and stuff like that. So when the power goes out, trucking industry basically shuts down. You can't fuel up. 
Yeah, because you, you can't run your, your fuel cards or nothing. Oh, yeah. Don't change the subject. Dave did not listen to last week's episode, and he's supposed to be our biggest fan. Or else yeah, you're supposed to be our biggest that. fan, bitch. You know what? You're not allowed to ever have the T-shirt that says "I ain't no bitch" because you are a bitch. You're a bitch. We hate you. You know what? We gotta go. Dave's you're never allowed to have that book that you won. Yeah, I'm sending it. I got it. Dave, what do you think right now when it comes to supply chain issues? Where are we at in this country? And then where are we at with transportation? I would say to, to supply chain wise, we there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Um, you, you got more and more people leaving the trucking industry because of the wait times, regulations on the trucks. We got people in Washington making regulations on the trucks who's never even be, been behind the wheel. Every industry in America, right? We'll take every single industry, name an industry, they're all under an umbrella. There is no industry in America that is more heavily regulated than trucking. Guaranteed 100%. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, isn't there really a law about what, what year of semi you could be rolling into California in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's a starting, I don't know the exact year. Um, somewhere here in the next couple of years, if you're trucking electric, you ain't even going to be allowed to go into the ports to pick up right yeah. coming from we'll off these containers we'll see how long that lasts until they pass the trillion dollar package mm. bud yeah well you know uh, it's yeah, funny because you, you know mean, my theory is you know they're talking about making everybody run electric cars electric trucks out there their grid can't even handle a heat wave right exactly we'll just put more windmills up bud yeah hey because windmills are magic it's a yeah. different infrastructure it doesn't. Bro, it doesn't run through. You must the same. hate the Green New Deal because you're because you're racist. <laughs> you're racist, you bigot. So wow. when you're driving, when you're on mm -hmm. on your family vacation, not you, generally, when okay. you're on your family vacations and you drive by those truck stops at eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night, right? You're heading down, man. You're going to Outer Banks. We're gonna have a great time. And you pass these truck stops or, or the, these rest areas, and they are full lined of trucks. up, lined up, man. 100 trucks parked in there. And you're like, God dang, man, these trucks must be tired. Well, I can tell you this, they're not tired. But they have met, when we're talking about being heavily regulated, they have met their, their maximum allowable hours that they can drive. They could be fine. They could drive for another six hours and be fine. Get your shit to where it needs to go. But they're not allowed because government says, nah, you know what? You can only drive so long. We don't want you tired. We don't want you tired. And then pretty soon it's going to be like, you can only burn 100 gallons of diesel a day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's how it happened. What does your truck hold, Dave? Uh, it, depend, it depends on the truck. Now, I have a 2022 Peterbilt. I got uh, 300 gallons of fuel. 300 gallons of diesel. Yep. And a 50-gallon tank on the, re the trailer. For a reserve? No, it's for the reefer. No. It's oh, for the for reefer. The reefer to rent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah run separate fuel. So, so you can run 300. So you could fill up with 350 gallons. I can go about 1280 miles, depending on the weight of the load. And what's diesel running right now? That's a little cheaper in the what? South, huh? 499. Yeah. It's 499 down here. The other day when I was out in California, so do five bucks, five bucks. What are yeah. we? Uh, 499. You're talking $1,746 to fill up the reefer and the truck. Crazy. Crazy. So you figure every day, every two days, that's what I'm putting in this thing. But your boss is paying for it. 
And, but right, if you were an owner-operator, you're paying for it. Yep. Which is and, why and the owner-operators are starting to fall out, right? Yep. Owner-operators are like, look, I can't afford gas, man. I'm not making money. See, with, with a fleet of trucks, you get a fuel discount off the, the sign price. But an owner-operator with one truck, he's paying whatever that sign says. Wow. And these so are the guys that keep America running. Seriously. Yeah. What is I he, mean, what are you, commercial? Not even. <laughs> this is the guy to keep America running. <laughs> exactly. That'll be our new intro. Uh, well, well, here's another thing a lot of people don't. Shut up, Dave. We're doing a commercial. <laughs> Peter built. We keep America running. <laughs> Kenworth. We're not as good as Peter built. Truck drivers. <laughs> keep America running. Dave, you owe well, us $500 for that. Yeah, Peterbilt and Kenworth owned by the same company. Oh my God, Peterbilt it's and a, Kenworth it, are owned yeah, by the all, same company. It's, <laughs> it's all owned by Pat Car Product. Pat Car keeping America running. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I just want Pat Car to pay us. I don't know. Uh, somebody. <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Uh, just like a lot of people don't realize, Daimler Chrysler owns Freightliner. Oh. Is that well, right? I would love to d- uh-huh. to dive deep into this, but we got to go, Dave. All right, you <laughs> no, guys we have do. fun. We're shit, man. We're at a hundred or hundred. Uh, an hour. Next time and- you do this, I'm gonna smack the fuck out of you. I dare you. Don't fucking no, read that shit. Bitch, They're gonna edit dare, that out. You know what? We are an hour and eight minutes. I dare you. I fucking dare you to hit me right now. Go ahead. Fucking dare you. Go ahead. Tell me you're a cop first so I can go to jail. You're a bitch. <laughs> See? You can't ever wear that shirt again. All right. We are out. Dave, we appreciate it, man. Listen, from oh. now on, now that I have your number, we're going to be calling you whenever we have transportation talks. Yeah, yep. Just give the me a first, heads up, though. No, that way no, I know. No, if I'm no, out, no, no. Well, no. That way if I'm out in Utah or somewhere, I can get where I got good signal. No. Nope. Dave, the first time we call you, you don't answer, you're out. Dead to us. <laughs> Dead. Dead to us. But be so, safe uh, out there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your service. All right. Hey, hey, you never you never know. I might be sleeping when you guys call. I don't give a shit. You better answer the phone. You better answer the phone. We're not yeah. we're, we're not asking. You know bitch. how hard it is to get Jim to call somebody? Yeah, no shit. You're like <laughs> you're even talking to me, bitch. All right. Well, I, I, I got that message. Call me, and I'm like, okay, and then it went right to your voicemail. Like, <laughs> it's like I got that question. Call me. I figure somebody died. Yep. And now, man. Well, and no, I was thinking. Well, at first I thought, well, fuck, did he get hacked? <laughs> oh, good, good call. Good nice call. passive aggressive shit on Jim. Yeah, cool. He got hacked. He opened up something <laughs> shitty from TikTok. <laughs> uh, hey, no, seriously though, what what's the uh, CVC code on the back of your credit card? <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Fuck, we're out of here. Just, Dave, just, we'll see just, you, man. So, Drive safe. Just, yeah, just see like you, I had the IRS call me yesterday and tell me they were coming to arrest me. I say, if you can find me, come. <laughs> oh, one of the scams. He's yeah. like, is it calling yeah. for the IRS? <laughs> here is the problem. That may not have been a scam at this point. <laughs> and now that you've been on this podcast, you're definitely a target. And listen, listen, if it wasn't a scam, you still tell the IRS to fucking come find you. Fuck you, bitches. And you don't get no jingle, Dave, yeah. the semi-truck driver. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, we no. need Dave. Yes, we're going to get you a jingle. But you better answer. You have to answer two more times before you get a jingle. All right. We got to go. Bye, Dave. All right, guys. Catch you later. All right. So when that dude woke up this morning, he had no idea he was going to be on a podcast. Exactly. You know what, though? He loves it. That's fine.
He is. He is. He's one of our. He didn't listen to last week's episode. That liar motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? We're gonna have to quiz him from now on. We call him. We're gonna give him three questions about the last episode. If he doesn't answer them all right, he's not on the show. All right, we got to go. You know what, though? I had one more. God damn. I'm going to oh, play this. Oh, my Listen, God. Oh, uh, it's Kamala. I'm going to bang my head against the wall. So, Democrats, you know, I believe that when you know what you stand for, you know what to fight for. So let us remind the American people what Democrats stand for. Let us remind the American people that we as Democrats, we fight for the people, all the people. Let us remind them in this moment that the stakes could not be higher. You know, right now, extremist so-called leaders are trumpeting the, the rhetoric of freedom while they restrict and systematically attempt to take away freedoms. The United States Supreme Court just took a constitutional right that had been recognized from the people of America, from the women of America. And now, these extremist so-called leaders are passing laws to criminalize health care providers and punish women. God damn it. You know what? <laughs> Show me in the Constitution, Daniel. Oh, he said it. Pull it out. You know what? Hold on. You got one right there? I got the Constitution. You know what, Dan? You go ahead and talk. I'm going to thumb through this thing real quick and see where it says something about uh, abortion. They took it away, though, so it's not in there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. I have just thumbed through the entire Constitution. If you can show me in the Constitution where it says that women have a right to an abortion, this is more bullshit Democratic rhetoric just designed to get the weak thinking Democrats, the ones who don't have critical thinking ability or Google <laughs> or Google, well, not even Google or duck, duck, go <laughs> to fuck, fuck Google, dude. So uh, yeah, the Democrats that don't have duck, duck, go, they can't think for themselves. There is no constitutional right. They can say they stand with women. You know what? Stand with women all you want. It's a state's rights issue. And if Ohio, we said it a hundred times, if Ohio says abortion is legal, go to Michigan. If Ohio says abortion is illegal, go to Michigan. Michigan lets it go to California. Man, they're an abortion tourist state. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. See the Redwoods? Kill your baby. Exactly. Go to the wine. I'm sorry. Go to Napa Valley? Yeah. Kill your baby. Yeah, you can come on in and kill your baby and then go back wherever you live. Okay, go ahead. Hollywood Walk of Fame? Kill, kill your baby. Your baby. <laughs> Dude, hey, seriously though, it is almost to that point. California. <laughs> California. See the Redwoods? Kill your baby. <laughs> Shit. Dude, I listen, man. I mean, and she said Democrats are for everybody. Ah, oh, man, we're for women. We Except trust for you women. fuckers in the red hats. <laughs> you well, red hats, not pink hats. The pink, the pink vagina hats. We're all about you. You get a little darker in the red hats, not so much. Then you're a fascist, <laughs> racist. Uh, 
you know, Kamala Harris will come out of nowhere, man. All of a sudden, she is everywhere. And mm-hmm. you got to wonder, and I still no, don't believe it. You don't wonder. You know why. No, I don't. I, I don't believe they're getting her ready for a 2024 run. I mean, they know she can't win, right? <laughs> I don't understand why they're bringing her out now. I don't get it. I mean. They knew Biden couldn't win. Uh, No. They, so why would they not they, run her? They knew Biden could win. They had a plan. They had a plan. Okay, so let's work. let's run it back. Yeah, well, people are smarter. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Ha. All right. Dan, you got anything else? Hell yeah, uh, I do. What? One more thing. All right. God save the king. Say it again, motherfucker. Say it again. God save the king. As always, we thank you guys for your support. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you could drop us a like, drop us a five-star review, that really helps us out. You can find us on Facebook at Pod Bless America. And you can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. You can find us on Getter at Pod Bless America. And you can find me at Jim at PBAPodcast.com. And you can find me at Dan at PBAPodcast.com. So until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Dan. And Pod Bless America. Except now you can't find Dan at pbapodcast.com. Tori.